Hey everyone, it's Josh here with 20 Questions, and I have the guys from Built. I have Tim and Bill here, and uh, fellow Midwesterners up in Des Moines. And uh, this will be the first ever 20 Questions with two people on the other line, so it's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, glad to have you guys on. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, and this is uh, kind of a first. We'll have two people possibly jumping in on answers and, and such. So it'll be fun. Um, but I always start the episodes with how I first heard of whoever I'm talking about. I think the first built stuff I ever saw was at CME in Chicago. I go there all the time. I remember walking through and like, I'm always picking out guitars when I do demos there. And I was like, what the crap is this? And I was just fascinated with it. Cause I'm a big offset guy. Sure. And, um, so I think Chicago Music Exchange is where I heard of you. I think probably three years ago or two years ago or something. But, yeah, I just love your stuff, and it's awesome to have you on here. Well, we appreciate that. Um, yeah. Yeah, CME has been uh, been a very good uh, client for us. They, uh, they approached us, I think, early in 2012, and we were kind of like, no, mm -hmm. we are definitely not there yet because our model was just basically straight direct sales. And, uh, at the time we, you know, both Bill and I were doing, still doing repair work in a repair shop. And so that, that was, you know, the, the built thing, we had just initially decided that we were going to just take it nice and slow. You know, we had, you know, we weren't trying to do this thing full on. So we kind of had an opportunity to let it grow organically. And, you know, when CME approached us, we kind of said no. And, and then about a year later they came on and said, so, uh, you know, we really want to have you guys in the store. And so we, you know, molded over and kind of came up with a minimum and they were like, heck yeah. And so, yeah, That's we got cool. kind of excited about it. And, uh, it, it kind of coincided with the time that, uh, you know, we just, our business just really started picking up. So it was just kind of one of those things that kind of floated us into, uh, you know, where we, where we kind of are now. That's awesome. And I, I love mine. I just got my Relevator. It's incredible. I've been using it around town for about a, a month heavy here. I was out of town, but it does everything. It's odd. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen pictures. It's so cool. So do you, do you, does it, does it offer awesome. enough options for you? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. There's so many options. I'll catch my when I, I'm used to it now. And now I've learned like the push button section. I use it as like another preset. Yeah. And at first I was like, what do I do? Sure. There, I, there's so many things to do with this guitar, but I absolutely love it. It's it's awesome. Good. Good. So let's just kick it right in here. So question number one is, do you remember when music first caught your attention? Um, when it seemed to be important to you for the first time? Uh, puberty. Okay. You know, so I think basically, uh, I had a, I had a, a good friend who started playing, was a guitar player. He was a quite a bit older and, you know, kind of a, idolized him quite a bit. And, uh, he, you know, taught me some chords and there's kind of a crappy acoustic guitar laying around the house. And so that's basically the impetus of it. And, uh, for me, and I'll go ahead and hand it over to Bill. Uh -huh. And, and uh, if you want to just repeat the question to him, sorry. Yeah, man. So do you remember when music first caught your attention when it was important to you? Gosh, I think uh, maybe my first CD, which was Chunky A, which was Arsenio yeah. Hall's uh, <laughs> right. kind of, uh, no, you, you know, Beastie Boys, MTV, all that kind of, you know, it, it was what kind of formed... Uh, kind of where where things went um but yeah I, i'd say high school 
um, somewhere in there. I, I had a good friend that played guitar also and kind of got me into that, that stuff. So, um, yeah, high school. So what was the first album that you ever bought with your own money? Oh man, that's, uh, that's been a while. Um, I think it was beastie boys licensed to ill. Maybe that, that sounds about okay. right. Yeah. Cool. Next question. Yeah. So Tim, do you, what was the first album that you bought with your own money? Uh, Jimi Hendrix smash hits. <laughs> Dude, everyone has that. I think. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. I think that that was, that was my, uh, definitely guitar awakening. And then, uh, uh, then then there was a huge Dylan phase that coincided with that, too. That's cool. OK, so uh, next question is, when did you realize you would be doing what you do for a career, making money, at it, making a living, the guitar thing? I know you guys probably started with repairs, I think, and stuff. But like as a whole, when when did it hit you? I'm going to do this for a living. Uh, I was. uh I was 19 and I moved out to Montana uh, just to kind of, you know, because I wasn't in school. So I needed to kick around and I ended up buying a Loudon acoustic guitar out there. And wow. then I kind of started looking into the company a little bit and realized that there was only like, you know, 10 or 12 guys making these guitars. And then it, it just kind of like occurred to me that, hey, I could probably do this. And so, uh, so then, you know, at that point in time, I kind of researched schools and decided that I was going to, uh, go to Red Wing, uh, Minnesota for their, there was a tech school there that does repair and construction course and, you know, say worked for a couple of years and saved up money and then just went and did it. And it was an awesome experience and I really have not looked back since then. So that's really cool. Yeah, it gave me a really good foundation and, you know, I just all the confidence in the world to be to know, you know, feel like I knew what I was doing. I mean, it was definitely uh, uh, a tech school education and it was, but it was good grounding. And, you know, the vast majority of everything that I do and now I picked up, you know, afterwards. But <laughs> yeah, it, oh, was, yeah. it was a good way to get started. So. All right. All right. Let's hear the second answer. Yeah. All right. All right. So cool. When did you realize you would do this for a career guitar building? I think it was probably around 2002. Um, I had always really been interested in woodworking and guitars and music. And it just seemed like a, a good connection between the two. Um, so I, I ended up going to school at Roberto Venn School of Lutheran in Phoenix in 2003 and just it was it was a great experience we ended up or i ended up taking a job in des moines iowa with a guitar builder afterwards that didn't pan out so i had some real jobs for a while and then kind of ran into tim uh at his repair shop and that's kind of when we started working together and then built guitar okay. sort of bred out of that so okay very cool these next few questions you can either answer them because uh, they're not so personal. They're about the company or he can chime in as well, whatever you feel to do. So uh, what was the big defining moment for Built that got it to where you feel that it is today? Gosh, I, I think, you know, getting getting Nels Klein on board early on was was a huge deal for yeah, us. That's a big deal. Um, you know, that that just kind of gave us the confidence, um, you know, to have him 
appreciate what we were starting out doing uh, gave us the confidence to move forward with it. That's cool. And so my favorite work of yours is I always say this, you know, what is my favorite work? I, of course, love the guitar that I have. I'll probably end up with another one. I think my favorite thing about built well number one i love offsets so it's like the be- it's like a dream come true but i love the like unorthodox approach to some of the things okay um and so tell me about that like what makes you guys a little crazy that's what that's about well, I, I get. I, yeah like, Go ahead. yeah yeah, no, that's that's kind of it in a nutshell. Like, what do you think pushes you guys to be? You're definitely different. You know, if you're going to grab some offset guitar, you guys can do some pretty wacko stuff, and I love <laughs> every bit of it. So, what what makes you that way? Why are you guys uh, have that that road that you go down? Well, I think we're obviously fans of Jazz Masters and Jaguars, yeah. um, and then our first model, the Relevator, had all the built-in effects and the Marauder prototype that we found images of sort of fit into that with all the plates and switches. So, mm-hmm. and then the headstock, um, I, I don't know, you know, you, you can only go so far and still have, um, people appreciate what you're doing or, or actually buying your product. Um, guitarists are pretty conservative, so it's kind of like a fine line. Um, but also I, I think just, you know, being, you know, everyone can go buy a Strat Natelli or a Les Paul, right. like, you know, everyone makes them, they're, you know, kind of a dime a dozen. Uh, they're great guitars, don't get me wrong, but just to kind of steer in the other direction, but not too far, you know, I don't know what pushes us that way. Maybe that's just our personalities because I don't, you know, neither one of us own a Telly or a Strat. Uh, we have we have jazz masters we have jaguars we've got firebird you know stuff like that yeah um just kind of the kind of the bastard childs of guitars right. is, is what inspires us so i think okay that's that's okay. kind of where we come from um so this yeah this next question will be both of you so okay. you can go for it first but okay. how do you get in the mood to create so probably we're in a little similar veins creating is so it can be so many different things but Maybe you want to do a new guitar. You want to think out of the box and do a modification or something different. Like what gets you there? Like, you know, kind of talk about that process. Well, I think, you know, we obviously have like base models that we make and we love them. Mm -hmm. um, But it's also a really great experience to to design something new. Um, And a lot of times, you know, it'll come from a customer, but also you know, it's, it's, we've got stacks of old guitar books, um, you know, with pictures. So it's, I, I probably look at a guitar book at least an hour a day, just flipping through trying to get ideas. Cause again, you, really can't, cool. you can't stray too far, but you know, like the, all the old Japanese, like seventies Japanese stuff is, is amazing. Um, and you know, most of it's like 80% there. So we get a lot of inspiration from that. Um, just kind of the, the off, designs um but you know me, me listening to music also can kind of push us in a certain direction or you know just running into you know a different artist or something can help us kind okay. of push us in a direction so okay well let's hear what tim has to say uh i think a lot of my process uh is really 
kind of centered around working with Bill on ideas. Cause a lot of times he'll, he'll be like, check this out. And it'll be something that I, I was not thinking, uh, you know, could not even think of by myself. And then we can both together like rap about what we do. And then the, the big part of it for me is, is not necessarily is, is the process. So the, the thing that I immediately start to go to is how are we going to, how is this going to be made? You know, because we don't do any CNC or, you know, anything. So it's, it's all handmade, uh, jigs and fixtures and holders and, you know, everything for our, for our process. And so that is, that's, that's, um, a big part of the creative side for me is the process and how we get to fashion, how fashion the product itself. So, um, that's really cool. Yeah. So it's, that's, that's a big part of it for me and, and the, the, me and Bill, and we both, you know, enjoy, uh, coming up with how we're going to do it as, as, as much as what it is. Um, so that's, not that, you know, we, we both kick ideas around and we both are like, God, I love this thing. But th- our process, I mean, it's, it takes years, it seems like, for us to really just have, have a, uh, an idea just distill down to eventually what it ends up being. Um, you know, and then, and then the naming process goes on and that's another struggle. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. For months, it seems like we're going back and forth and, you know, thesauruses get brought out and, you know, we're bouncing ideas off friends and wives and you know it's just that's it's it is fun and then you know and then that we kind of put that to bed for a while and you know it's sort of like writing the album and then going out and doing the gigs you know and yeah yeah, so that's kind of that's our process dude i love that yeah i think i think a lot of people don't realize how long some of those processes are you it sounds really similar to our process here it's like you know, I'll breadboard, I'll hand it over to another guy that breadboards and he'll find stuff wrong or ideas or say it's good. And then once something we think sounds good, it's like, how do you make this stupid thing? And oh, then you God, run into issues it. there. And then it's like, I thought I had a good name. Someone else has that name. Or I. it's like, yeah, when you said it takes years, it's just kind of, I just smiled because it's crazy. It's like you think something of... Like for me, it'd be like a new overdrive. It's like, okay, this is not hard. <laughs> right. I mean, it's hard, but it's not hard. Right. And it'd be like two years later. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's really wild. That's cool that you guys have a good synergy. Um, yeah. And kind of team up and knock that out. So yeah. that's really yeah, that's, cool. That's so, one of the best things about, I think, why why our stuff is the way it is, is because it is, you know, like-minded, but at the same time, we're, you know, come, coming at it from different angles. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of strength there. That's really cool. So, yeah, the next question for you is um, out of everything you guys have done, what are you most proud of? What am I most proud of out of all the things that we've done? I would say the fact that I was going to come out of out of uh, school and be a guitar maker. And then I had, uh, you know, gone through all the phases of reinventing the wheel and only to discover that nobody wanted the wheel reinvented like at all. Uh And so just the fact that I had given up on guitar making for about 10 years and then, um, you know, having Bill and I I work together and just being able to have that come back and then be a reality that I can make guitars and make a living. That is what I'm most proud of. Um, As far as our products go, I am, I'm just proud of, of what we achieve and uh, have achieved and continue to achieve. Um, and you know, just be able to make guitars that people are making music with. That's what matters 
yeah. the most to us is that, you know, people love these things for their craft and uh, that's what we're making them for. And so that's that's where the source of pride comes for me is like being able to see people use them in an effective way. And so that's that. <laughs> OK, yeah, let's let's see what Bill says. Um, I, I think it's just, you know, that we, we are still in business, um, after, <laughs> after this long, you know, it's, that's how I feel. you know, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it, it, you know, nobody's getting rich doing this. It's definitely a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if we wanted, you know, we could, we could make cabinets or something like that and that would be much more lucrative than guitar building. But, you know, I, I think just the fact that we're, we've been able to maintain and, and continue to grow. I think that's, that's a huge step. And we've learned so many lessons along the way. I mean, we're, we're just dumb guitar builders. We don't know anything about a business. So, you know, we, we've learned some stuff the hard way, but we're, yeah, you know, dude, I'm in the same <laughs> camp and you can't play Sonic youth songs on a cabinet. No, so. yeah, that is, that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, the next question you, you go for it. If you could sit down with a hero over lunch, dead or alive, who would you want to meet? Oh God. Like a, like a musician. Is that what you're talking about? Or anybody? It doesn't no. Anybody. A hero's a hero. It could be a, Whatever, oh, whoever, okay. you know, there's, it doesn't have to be musical. Yeah, I, I guess it would be a music. It would be, uh, probably George Harrison for some weird reason. That's, I don't know. I just have a lot of respect for the guy and, uh, I feel like he never got the credit that, that he deserved. Um, that, that McCartney guy kind of stole the show. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I think in just kind of his whole lifestyle and everything was pretty, interesting to me um it is yeah uh so yeah I, that's i'd say george harrison all right i'll we'll see what tim says Ooh, that's a weird question if i could sit down with a hero oh yeah. um, grab a sandwich or something i don't know maybe franklin roosevelt sweet <laughs> all right so there you go that's a great that's a great answer okay so yeah go for this one has there ever been a time when you almost walked away from this career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, All right. I, do you... I, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Do you need to enumerate? No. Um, yeah, give us, give us a paragraph, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a, it's a... It's a small, very, very small business. And, you know, so there's ups and downs. And so there's, you know, scary stuff that goes on. Um, there's... You know, if things are not perfectly steady at all times, you kind of got to beg, borrow and steal till you get get to the next thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's that wears on you. But, you know, the thing I've been I've been self-employed for 12 years now. And the one thing that. Or there are lots of things that I've learned, but one is like you're never the same person from the onset of an idea to the actual completion of the idea. (laughs) And the other thing is that you always, uh, or not always, but you just, the black clouds that hover over your head, they never really go away, but you just get better at getting used to the fact that they're there. So I, you know, can, in moments of a fantasy in extreme stress can say, yeah, I would love to just hang this sucker up and, you know, go push a broom at a school or something like that. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, and then 
that's the other thing, you know, where I get Bill and I have strength is like, we'll, you know, both be in a dire situation and then somebody will come back and say, well, what about this? And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. You know, and and just be able to, uh, you know, keep it going, uh, you know, for that much longer. And, you know, that's that's a big advantage, I think, that we have is that, you know, we can we can both come at problems from different angles and, you know, get there. Uh, So there. (laughs) <laughs> oh sweet let's see what he has to say all right has there ever been a time when you almost walked away from this career um yeah num- numerous occasions um you know I, I, having a child is uh expensive <laughs> um so, so true so yeah you know luckily my wife has a decent job um but yeah there, there were times and, and it's certainly there's there's highs and lows um and you know, it's kind of we we opened up like this new space about a year ago. Well, maybe two now. I can't even think about two years ago. And, you know, initially it was great. You know, we had like a loan, that sort of thing, everything, you know, building out a space and then kind of the reality of, OK, well, now we have to produce to cover everything. Um, I think that was, you know, kind of scary, but at the same time it's like okay well we 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 started this let's let's finish it or let's keep going there's no reason to to give up so yeah there's certainly been times um but i think that's probably with any job um you know there's always going to be something that's not great um but i i think you know the positives outweigh the negatives and you know i I think it's it's always going to be a constant struggle you know until like we sell it to Fender for you know five million dollars, so you know 50, 50, right. 50 million. Sorry, uh, 50, 50. <laughs> yeah, they're worth fifty. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's a small business, so it's tough. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next one for you. What would you say to someone who wants to do what you do? Oh man, I, you, you I, probably get that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I would say do it as a hobby, um, get a, get a real career. <laughs> no, um, it's <laughs> no, it's funny because you mentioned, uh, you mentioned something, Doug Cower, I did an episode with him, Cower guitars. And mm-hmm. he said, I just tell people, um, do it for fun and, and get a wife that has a really good job. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it, it's very difficult to break into that, this, the scene, you know, um, you know, there's so many people out there doing it, but, uh, you know, like the class I graduated from Roberto Venn, I think there was 30 guys in my class. I don't know that any of them are really doing anything in the field other than maybe, maybe repair work, which is fine. I'm not like looking down on that, but as far as building guitars, um, you know, it, it's tough. It's not, you know, Uh it's kind of, a shot in the dark. So I, I would say, you know, start, get a real career, do it for fun. And then, you know, if it takes off, at least you have something to fall back on. Um, if gotcha. it, if it doesn't. So that's, that would be right. my advice. <laughs> Tim here. All right. What would you say, or probably have said to people who ask you, I want to do what you do. What should I do to do that? Or whatever, you know, what advice do you have for me? <laughs> Uh, spouse with a good job. Uh, 
That's, <laughs> there we go. I think that's the common theme of this industry. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I think that that was one of the first things they said at school, too, is like, hey, guys, this is not going to be like, you know, something that you're going to be able to get out of here and go, you know, start your own company and, you know, really just you know, immediately make a bunch of money. And so everybody kind of laughed. And then at, uh, then, uh, <laughs> then they got, a, got out of school. So, uh, the, I guess the, you know, evaluate whether you really have a, uh, a hunger for it that, you know, you're willing to sacrifice, uh, a lot of, you know, the comforts and, you know, uh-huh. just, just, as opposed to eat, you buy tools and as opposed to, you know, going out, you stay in and, and hone your craft, I guess. I don't, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a long, long road for me. And it's, and I remember how I felt when I first started out and, you know, the enthusiasm, um, and then, you know, just, I guess, try to get some, a few successes early on to keep you, keep you going. And then, you know, just, just suffer for it until, until it happens. Yeah. So, all right. That's that's good advice. So, a little insight on you guys for everybody. If you weren't building guitars, what do you think you'd end up doing? Is there anything else that people may not realize you're great at or had a passion for? Uh, this is really this is really what I've been you know doing primarily. Anything yeah. that I would have to do, I'd have to go back to school for. So. And that's, yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that ship has sailed, I believe. Um, so I am pretty much in this, uh, to win it. So that's, you know, that this is what I have, but, uh, I don't really have anything where I, that I'm massively good at outside of this. Um, I have things that I enjoy, but definitely not, uh, nothing that would make money because if that was the case, I'd probably have <laughs> jumped ship a long time ago. <laughs> But uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so, probably a lot of why you're doing well is you, that's what you do. You yeah. Know? That's, that's what it, that's, that's how I am. Yeah. If I don't do this, then I, I don't know. Exactly. I don't, I don't exactly. know that I could answer my own question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm sure you could probably get a job somewhere, you know, doing something, something. moderately related, but it just would, I, I think it, I would probably just, n- let's just not enjoy that. Let's put it that way. Yeah. (laughs) But this is, there's, there's things about what we do that I just find so tremendously satisfying that it it makes the crap, uh, that much more bearable. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So yeah. Let's hear what Bill says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be working in a cabinet shop or carpentry field. So, you know, which is not a, a long, long lasting career, but, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of what I did before getting into this. Yeah. So, um, at Fine. least that's something better to, you know, than McDonald's to fall back on. That's no, that's <laughs> great. All right. So yeah, the next question for you, um, if you could jump in the DeLorean, I assume you know what that is. Yes, Go yes. back in time, stay for one full day. What would you want to see? Oh man. I don't, I, we didn't prepare for this. I don't think <laughs> that's the best though. You're not supposed to. Uh, okay. I, I, I guess back to a Beatles thing. I would love to see the Beatles, um, live, yeah. I, I guess that would, that would kind of, I'm sure there's a lot more interesting and thoughtful answers than that, but that that's my answer. <laughs> Pretty good one, man. All right. Let me, let's we'll see what he says. Yep. Pass you a Tim here. 
That's a weird question. Uh, I know. Uh, jump back in time and be anywhere. Yeah, go anywhere at any point in time and hang out and see something with your own eyes. I guess what I would want to see is uh, I'd want to see exactly what when uh, Les Paul put the log together, like if that really happened That'd be. or or I'd like to see uh, I'd like to be at I think there was like some sort of uh, backyard picnic with Paul Bigsby and Leo Fender. And I can't remember who else, but I'd like to I'd like to have been there and just seen seen that scenario. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that whole era of guitar is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and like weird California uh, motorcycle racing, and it was all like intertwined yeah. and weird country yeah, music. all and of that. <laughs> even like, uh, yeah, even Ernie Ball, what he did, all that stuff is so fascinating. Yep, yep. That's, that's really cool. All right, so the next one. This is a big hypothetical. It's an imaginary possibility, but just throw out a quick answer. It doesn't okay. have to be difficult. If money was free for you, you had all of it you needed, and you had all the time you needed, what would you do differently with the guitars anything life in general yeah um it can be guitar it can be whatever you want the answer to be i would i would uh set this uh little venture up so that it, it whirled all by itself and then yeah. i would probably just uh travel constantly and uh you know be free of it all all right so let's see what he says I would probably own every single vintage Bronco in the world and, and just spend my days just covered in grease. I, I think that's, that's, that's my answer. <laughs> All right. I hear they're doing a new Bronco, man. What's that? I've heard they're doing a new Bronco. Yeah, yeah, apparently. yeah like 2020 maybe. I'm, I'm hoping. I've heard that for I, like 10 years, well, but yeah, I think but it's I, true. Yeah, I think they uh, are, you know, moving their Michigan. That's cool. Stuff to to make it happen. So yeah, I'll That's I'll be cool. saving my paychecks. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's yeah. Here's your next question. Okay. What is your favorite instrument that you own? Uh, I more than likely it's uh, 62. AVRI Jazz Master, which has been around for a long time, and we kind of take apart constantly and use for measurements and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, um, and it's ice blue metallic. I don't know if that matters, but um, it's it matters. <laughs> uh, that that would definitely be it. Okay, cool. All right, how about you? Your favorite instrument that you own? That I own. Uh, I think I have a little uh, a Martin Singolo copy that I made. My well, it was my first one of my first guitars, and uh, that one has always just kind of hung around. And I love, I like that that little guy. It's just nice and small, right. so you can just kind of sit on a couch, and it doesn't, you know, and fart around with it without. Uh, and it's just really comfortable. So that's okay. that's mine. All right. So we have two more questions that are, I kind of call them like the Dr. Phil questions. Okay. And then uh, the next stuff is pretty fast. So, okay. This question is knowing everything that you know now, if you could go back in time, set across the table from 17 year old Tim, what would you tell him? <laughs> I can I can get feel your, the air leaving the yeah, room. Get your bachelor's degree, get your master's degree, get a doctorate, be an engineer, and just 
just keep your head down. No, I, uh, I don't, I guess, uh, figure out how to talk to women better. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a good answer. So, yeah. So there you go. Life skills. Life, Life skills. skills. <laughs> All right. Let's see what Bill says. All right. I, it would just be to go to college for anything besides guitar. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Anything. Yeah. You know, janitorial uh, arts, you know, no, um, no, I, that, yeah. I, I That's think, a good band name. Janitorial arts. I like it. Yeah. It's probably yeah. taken. I'm sure. Probably. Uh, yeah. I guess just, you know, quit, quit being an idiot and, you know, go to school sort of thing. <laughs> All right. So this is like, that was one of these two, I call them the Dr. Phil questions. They're a little, they're a little more serious, but what, uh, when you're gone and people look back at built, they look back at your names, you know, like we're talking about Leo Fender and all these dudes or whatever. And we're Mm -hmm. talking just years from now, who knows at NAMS or at trade shows or Nels Klein's guitars on auction. Who knows? Who knows the situation? Okay. What do you hope that people say about you I think in those conversations uh, about like the company? Are you? I think you in general could be hit, or the company. It's both. Um, yeah, I think just that. I would. I would hope that they respected what we attempted to do um, or what we did. Uh, just that. You know, we didn't really give in to a lot of mainstream stuff. Um, yeah. Just our, uh, you know, just the passion and is sort of evident in the guitars. I don't know. That's that's a hard question, I guess. <laughs> just yeah, how about no, like, fine. hey, those that's don't fine. suck. That would be great. That's that'd be a wonderful <laughs> answer for me as well. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right, let's see what he says. I th- I would think I would hope that it's just somewhat respectful, like or or the, that there's some sort of like you know those guys, like Bill just said, didn't suck. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know that that all of a sudden, thirty years down the road, for some reason, every guitar spontaneously catches on fire, and there's you know deaths and things like that. Um, you the know, Galaxy to, to Seven by Built. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the, you know, everybody gets rear rear-ended in their Pinto at the exact same time or something. Right. But no, I mm-hmm. I would just, I just want to like I build for my peers, right? And so like when I, when somebody opens up a guitar and they see the wiring that I did, I want them to go, "Wow, that's super clean and oh, pretty thoughtful." You know, like the, those are the kind of things. And I think that 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 is what uh uh you know, both Bill and I try to do and it it tends to kind of give a, a legacy that's just beyond, you know, what a kid sees in a store and then it, it turns into what a professional would prefer. And it turns into what, what the, their technicians and, and that sort of things when they look inside you know, so there's just, I feel like there's, there's multiple levels of, uh, of areas where you can, um, cement your, your reputation as, as, as solid craftsmen. And I, I would hope that, uh, you know, that our reputation would, would outlast us in that respect. That's awesome. So these next four questions, I'm going to let you do four in a row because they're quick. They're like whatever comes to mind and then you'll hand it to him and then we're through. So 
you have $10, it's burning a hole in your pocket. What do you want to do with it? What's your go-to? Uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to go and probably buy one more clamp with it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Life of a guitar builder. Right, right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> favorite movie. Uh, favorite movie is going to be, um, oh man, the one that I always go back to and watch. I'm going to say my favorite movie is Empire Strikes Back, of course. All right. Sorry. Well, you have to. <laughs> uh, you're laying on your deathbed and they ask you, what would you like for dinner? This is your last night on Earth. Oh, uh, um, I'm going to say just uh, just a, I think just a really nice uh, rare cut of of beef grilled. Okay. Yeah, that does it. Very that simple. And yeah, and then the last of these, and then you can add it over. It'd be CDs, cassettes, MP3s, or vinyl, and why? What do you prefer? Oh, compact discs, man. Compact right. discs, and they just all day, all day long. I mean, that's. I still got some in my car, and I do still have some cassettes too. So, okay. Do but, you have the giant uh, flip binder? Uh, that goes on the 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 uh, the sunscreen. Oh, that too. I'm just talking about the giant binder that's like a three ring. You know, they're like 72 inches thick. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just. Let's I did just too. say I have a box of empty cases. You know, and occasionally yes. I go I go back and I, I and I pull the sleeves and, and I'll put them back with their their CDs. So. There you I like, go. I like there that. You go. <laughs> yeah. My first car accident was reaching into the passenger floorboard to grab live throwing copper out of a CD <laughs> book that had like 70,000 and I couldn't find it. Anyway. Yep. Too and much you, information. But yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's a good yeah. one. That is a good one. That hits a little right. too close to home. <laughs> yeah. All let's, right. uh, let's see what he says. All right, so you have ten dollars. It's burning a hole in your pocket. What, what's your go-to? Uh, you got a six-pack of beer. All right, sweet. Ten dollars, six-pack of beer. I'm trying to picture what beer that would be. Uh, so f- yeah, I don't know. Maybe anything. Really. Yeah, not. What, what's the go-to where you guys are from? I I prefer Boulevard, which is probably from your oh, your your KC? neighborhood. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Or, yeah, the Tim, uh, wheat Tim, or whatever. I don't know. Tim Tim's kind of a Miller Light, but uh, Sierra cool. ne- Sierra Nevada maybe. Sierra Nevada, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, cool. All right, what's yeah. your favorite movie? Uh, I, probably Alien. Nice. Last meal on Earth. You're on your deathbed. They come up and they say, "Hey, man, you got one more thing you can eat here. You're going to be gone by in the morning." I think uh, what do you go for? fried fried oysters for some weird reason. That, that's that's my favorite thing. So All right. that's my answer. <laughs> go go big or go home at yeah. the end there. <laughs> uh, CDs, cassette tapes, MP3s, or vinyls. What's your favorite? Uh, MP3s, just okay. because I've got an iPod Classic that stays in my pocket at all times. So. That's okay. 
All right. Well, that's that's the 20 questions, okay. but I want you to give all the listeners just the shameless like infomercial about Built and where to find you, what you're doing, all that good stuff. Okay. Well, uh, Built guitars are available at a few dealers in the U.S., Chicago Music Exchange uh, in Chicago. Uh, God, I'm, I'm not a pitch person. Uh that's all right. <laughs> Old Town Music in Portland. Um, th- those are kind of our two major U.S. dealers. Um, you know, ev- everything is handmade to your exacting specs. You know, we, we don't assume that we know what color or fingerboard radius or anything like that, like the big factories. So that's kind of our thing. Um, also, you know, our pricing is, is fairly reasonable for, for handmade guitars. So... Uh, yeah, just just buy them, order them, buy them, buy them. Yeah, <laughs> buy one right now. Right, if you're now. listening, go buy one. Yep, yep. Yeah, I can't say enough about. I have too many guitars. Okay, <laughs> to, literally. Yeah, and this guitar. It's just phenomenal. I can't quit playing it. I've been carrying. It's like the only thing I've played in weeks. So I awesome. Just like I love it. We we put it in some videos, and it will definitely be at Nam in LA. So if you're out there, come play it. But I yeah, I can't say enough about. I just love it. It's so cool and how you customize it and that whole process was fun. It was kind of like, Hey, let's do something. And then, uh, and then I told you, I was like, I wanted to do like everything (laughs) and it literally does everything. And then you went above and beyond and it's like you custom painted the pickup rings and the knobs and went through all the trouble. It's just so cool. And, uh, it's just a great experience. And like, it's just an amazing American made product. I can tell you guys love what you do. And, uh, I can't say enough. I'm just keep bragging on you, but yeah, well, go we, check we, these guys out if you've never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate. It. We don't do any advertising, so um, you know it's all kind of word of mouth. Uh, and that's that's how we started, and that's it, it, for now. That's how we'll continue. So, um, but, all right. but thank you for the praises. <laughs> yeah, man, and I'll continue to, to 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 shout out. So, thanks for being on the show, guys. Yeah, thank you so much.